dear students welcome to army public school delhi kent podcast for class 12th english and this is your host reenu singh today i'm going to give you a poem the name of the poem is a thing of beauty by john keats and it is taken from the book called flamingo which is in your syllabus so dear students I hope this audio will help you in understanding the poem. In the beginning, I'll update you how I will proceed. I will first talk about the poet, then the background of the poem, followed by the recitation of the poem, then word meanings, style of writing, after that poetic devices, and finally I'll give you summary of the poem. I hope this audio will help you a lot for your preparation for the examination. So, I'll start with the poet. In short, I'll tell you something about the poet John Keats. John Keats was one of the greatest British poets and he was a romantic poet. His father's name was Thomas Keats and he was a livery stable keeper. His mother's name was Frances Keats. John Keats was born on 31st October 1795 at Moorgate, London, England. He died on 23rd February 1821. He was only 25 years old when he died and he died in Rome, Papal State. and the cause of his death was tuberculosis he also lost his brother and his mother to this disease only he was a student of clark school and enfield kings college london he was the part of the literary movement romanticism like wordsworth now the second part that is background of the poem the poem is about Andromion According to the Greek mythology Andromion was the shepherd son of Achilles and he was a beautiful young shepherd he lived he loved Selene moon goddess also known as Dina he lived on Mount Litmus he had a vision of Cynthia another name for Selene the moon goddess He was so attracted by her beauty that he decided to seek her through the forest or even under sea. So this was the background of the poem. Now I'll recite the poem for you. A thing of beauty and this poem is taken from Andymion. Andymion is made up of four books and the first stanza is the one which I'm going to recite for you. So here goes the recitation. A thing of beauty is a joy forever. Its loveliness increases, it will never pass into nothingness, but will keep a bower quiet for us and a sleep full of sweet dreams and healthy and quiet breathing. Therefore, on every morrow are we reading a flowery band to bind us to the earth. Spite of dispotence of the inhuman dirt of noble nature of the gloomy days 
of all the unhealthy and overdarkened ways made for our searching. Yes, in spite of all, some shapes of beauty moves away the pall from our dark spirit, such as the sun, the moon, trees old and young, sprouting a shady bone for simple sheep and such are daffodils with the green world they live in and clear rills that for themselves a cooling covert make against the hot season. The mid-forest break, rich with a sprinkling of fair musk roses, rose blooms, and such too is the grandeur of the dooms we have imagined for the mighty dead. All lovely tales that we have heard or read, and an endless fountain of immortal drink pouring onto us from the heaven's brink. So my friends, we have come to the next part, that is word meanings. The first word is morrow. Morrow is an archaic word. That meaning of this word is morning. Reading means making read. Spite has got two meanings, hatred and in spite of. Despondence, dejection, and depression. Dirt is deficiency. Overdarkened ways, sadness and unhappiness. Paul is a cover or a shroud. Dark spirits, dejected spirits. Sprouting, producing new leaves. Rills, small streams. Cooling coward, cool shady places. Break, a thick mass of ferns. Musk rose, a rose with musk fragrance. Grandeur of the dunes, that means beauty of the judgment days. Mighty dead, great ancestors. Brink, dough. So, after this, we have come to the next part of the session, that is, what is the style of this poem? This poem is written in a rhythmic couplets, also known as heroic couplets. The rhyming scheme of this poem is AA, BB, CC, etc. Now, the next part is poetic devices. What kind of poetic devices have been used in this poem? Uh, that adds poetic devices, they add beauty to the poem. The first one, which is a metaphor, a metaphor you all of you know that it is a, a comparison, direct comparison. The first one is, will keep a bower quiet for us. Bower is not only a shade, shady place, it is a shelter also. Next is sweet dreams. That means happy and pleasant, not sweet to taste to. Some shapes of beauty. Uh, that means beautiful things around, not shapes exactly. Endless fountain of immortal drink. The endless fountain is for the nature and the beauty and great achievements of the heroes of the past. It is for that. Another poetic device is oxymoron. Oxymoron means two opposites have been put together like bright night and dark day. Here uh, the poetic device which has been used in this poem is mighty dead. Transferred epithet. This means the epithet means the adjective has it's not with the next, the, with the noun with which it has been used, it goes to the another noun. 
So here the poetic device is gloomy days. Gloomy days doesn't mean the gloomy day is gloomy. It is the people those who are living in that era or on uh, that particular day they are gloomy. Alliteration. Alliteration means the same consonant sound has been repeated like noble nature, some shapes, simple sheep, cooling coward have heard. Now we have come to the last part of this that is the summary. This poem is the first danger of Antimion book 1. The first line of the poem is opening line of Antimion. So here, uh, the poet affirms the eternal nature of beauty. According to him, a thing of beauty is an eternal joy. It will never fade away into fatality in the course of time. A beautiful thing acts like a bower, a pleasant place of a tree or a garden that gives us soothing comfort and helps us sleep peacefully and having sweet dreams. It also gives us good health and quiet breathing. Therefore, on every morning we are reading the reed, that means we are weaving the reed, the flowery bands to bind us with the beautiful art. In spite of feeling sad or depressed or having inhuman qualities or a lack of nobility, in spite of having gloomy days all around us, having all kinds of unhealthy and dark ways made for us, beautiful shapes and sights remove all these dark elements from our dark spirits and make us happy and healthy. The poet presents beauty as a defense against the despair, which is so common in this world. The poet then presents nature as a life force with many objects of beauty such as the sun, the moon, old and young, trees, spreading their branches to give shade to the sheep. He also mentions the beautiful spectacles of daffodil in the green world and clear streams which make for a cover of cool shade. And in the middle of the forest, thickets of the ferns, that means break, with beautiful musk roses is enchanting. All these beautiful elements make, make us happy. Students, apart from the beautiful natural elements, the feats of brave men have made them dear to us through the grandeurs of their work. And their lovely tales we have heard or read are the fountains of immortal drink, of joy. All these beautiful things pour the immortal drink into our hearts from the heaven and it rejuvenates and motivates us to do something great in the lifespan. I hope you will like it. Thank you students.